I'm a soldier, yeah I told ya I'm on the mission, I'm switching, I'm all over I'm a soldier, yeah I told ya I'm on the mission, I'm switching Listen, I'm trouble Yeah, yeah, I can't keep still I can't keep still I'm trouble Welcome back, yeah, yeah, welcome back I can't keep still we are back, ladies and gentlemen. What is going on? This is the O, you should know, Omar Akil Solomon with... You have all the... What's, what's up with this long name? <laughs> they know who I am. <laughs> Do they know who you are? Just, just, just imagine someone down the street like, hey... Oh, you should know. <laughs> what? That's the purpose. Or <laughs> they like mess it up like, oh, you didn't know? <laughs> well, you asked me to call somebody. <laughs> but yes, that's the purpose. It's, it's branding, my brother. It's the O, you should know. And you got Ray's Boom Boom Room. <laughs> this is how we're kicking off Black History Month, people. For the culture. We are the culture cast. It's O, oh, it's Ray. We are here. We are back. Episode number five. Five. Oh, yes. If it wasn't enough, we needed five. Oh, word to King Kong Bundy. Word to Big E. Oh, yes. The culture cast. Oh, look. Yeah, I dropped some history today. <laughs> I dropped some history today. It's a great day. It's great to be back with you guys today. We are here recording live on this lovely Sunday uh, afternoon at our secret location. Secret place with good vibes and bad internet <laughs> the secret location you know what though but we gonna make it we are gonna make it it feels so good uh to be talking to the culture cast family uh once again make sure you uh, rate us review us give us five stars you can listen on all streaming platforms so i'm talking mm-hmm. about spotify mm-hmm. i'm talking about apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. i'm talking about even anchor mm-hmm. so make sure you uh Go ahead and subscribe. Preach. Give us those five stars. Yeah. Tell a friend. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. We also got a Facebook page, right? What's the Ooh. Facebook page? Facebook.com slash CultureCastPod. I'm ready to praise dancing. Yeah. Ooh, and we got a Twitter. Won't he do it? <laughs> for the culture, for the culture, indeed. Oh, yes. But it's uh, been a great um been a great day so far, but I will be remiss. We would be remiss if we didn't kick off this Culture Cast podcast without um, passing on our condolences um, to the uh, families that were lost in the helicopter crash. Also, uh, passing on our condolences to Vanessa Bryant for the loss of her husband, uh, Kobe Bryant, and her daughter, uh, Gianna uh, Bryant. Definitely, uh, as a big Kobe fan myself, Definitely took me back. Definitely took took us all back. Mm-hmm. And um, definitely, you know, time is time has gone on since that incident, uh, but it still hurts the same. So, um, shout out to Kobe. You know, forever uh, one of our favorite players. Um, I love Kobe from when he was first drafted and traded to the Lakers. You know, as a big Michael Jordan fan, Kobe was the closest thing to it. So I will always appreciate. You know, in the words of Lil Wayne, Kobe doing work, 2-4 on his shirt. Okay? Um, So, always appreciative. You're never forgotten. Mamba forever. Anything you want to talk about on on the GOATs? Man, yeah. I mean, what? (laughs) 
it's just so much. I mean, we could literally sit here and talk about everything Kobe, and we'd be here for hours. Like for real, they probably kick kick us out, or they yeah, probably we, join us in the conversation. We got a time limit, so we gotta be here. Mm -hmm. uh, so definitely, uh, we send our prayers and condolences out to the families. We also had a Super Bowl happen since we've been gone, and Ray, I'm sad. That's your boy. Ray, I'm sad. That's your boy. Forty <sighs> ers Led by EIU alum, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G. Your boy. They fell to the Kansas City Chiefs. Gave up 21 unanswered points mm. to a future GOAT that we hashtag forever stand, Patrick Mahomes. The Mahomie. He's the Mahomie. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. Uh, so shout out to Kansas City. My boy Jimmy G will be back. Let me tell you a story about Super Bowl. Before we, before we talk about wrestling, let me tell you about Super Bowl Sunday for me. I was in a house full of full of Chief, Chiefs fans. I don't even think they were Chiefs fans. They were just anti-San Francisco. So I walk into this house, and I have my Jimmy G Feels Great Babies t-shirt on. Uh -huh. They all look at me like, who is this man? Who is this man? They probably said some other words, but I'm not going to say it on the air. They gave you the who man is this? Whose man is this? <laughs> okay. With more explicitives. And I was talking all the shit. Excuse my language. All the shit. You know, we went up. I'm like, let's go. They had that BS offensive pass interference. I got mm -hmm. upset. But I'm like, you know what? It's the second half. We got the momentum. Then we got into the fourth quarter, and then something just stuck out in my chest. They forget to plug in their controller. Man. At died. <laughs> All I know is I was in this different section of the house, and every time something happened, everyone just came over one by one by one. They say, hey, did you see that? Hey, did you see that? By the last time, I was like, yes. Yes, I saw it. Yes. So I would like to shout out Modelo for getting me through that night. Um, Modelo, I appreciate you. <laughs> but en enough about that. Enough about wrestling. We also, I mean, enough about the Super Bowl. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, never enough about wrestling. We're about to get shut down on the fifth episode. <laughs> Not the fifth one. Uh, we had a big uh, one of the big four pay-per-views happen. Ray, talk about the Royal Rumble. What were some of your thoughts from the Royal Rumble? One word, one name, three syllables. Naomi. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> it, it's crazy how her interest basically blew up like people that didn't watch wrestling were talking about how they're about to watch wrestling because of the performance she put on i want to say like it's perfect timing given that uh black history month was basically some days later and that performance basically strapped a rocket on on her back and like we see like everywhere like essence it picked up the story about her like there's millions of views just off that entrance alone like like we know there was a ton of like great stuff that happened in the Rumble, but the fact that uh, Naomi, her entrance, basically it's the trending topic, like that says a lot. Definitely. Uh, for the culture, we forever stand Naomi. That hair was flowing. I loved every second of it. Mm -hmm. um, also, shout out to Bianca Belair. She showed out. Um, with a record time number of eliminations, so she did an amazing job. I love the female Royal Rumble. I thought it was a great show overall. I think uh, the right competitor won. I'm I'm 
I'm always a fan of Charlotte Flair. I think she is going to go down as the greatest female wrestler of all time, um, if she's not already. And I think she did just an amazing job. So definitely kudos to Charlotte, uh, the female Royal Rumble. Um, I loved every second of it. What about the men's Royal Rumble? Drew's a grown-ass man. <laughs> <laughs> Drewski was everyone's moment of the night. My favorite moment of the night was the Keith Lee entrance. Just Brock. <laughs> Whoa, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag we forever stand Keith Lee also here at the Culture Cast. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, who, who is this motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the movie Wanted. Are we going to shoot this motherfucker? <laughs> the, the Men's Royal Rumble was pretty great. Uh, we had Brock Lesnar kicking it off. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about just when storylines are allowed to be built. And I think the, one of the best things about the Royal Rumble. Um, you know, I had a rant a few weeks back about, you know, fans being fans. And I think the Royal Rumble is one of those rare opportunities where even if you are the markiest of marks, you are a fan counting down when it goes 10, 9, 8, and you're just along yes. for the ride. And Vince hooked us in. Uh, the producers in that match hooked us in. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody saw Brock. We got upset. Like I got upset when Biggie and Kofi got eliminated. I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening? And then Ricochet with the low blow. And then the Claymore from Drew, we were like, let's go! You know? That, that was a perfect story, so like, It was perfect. And I'm like, you can't get mad at that. Even from Brock just sitting there selling it. Like, he didn't just get up looking pop. Like, he literally laid there selling it. And how Drew just eyed him all the way through the crowd to make sure, like, he wasn't on anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that sells the perfect story. Perfect. It lays an amazing foundation. Then you had a little, you had your rumble start, so then you can let the ring build. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, bam! On this day, <laughs> I see clearly. It's funny because in our Royal Rumble pool, I had number 21. Mm-hmm. Like, at the same time, I, like, I got up like, oh, shit, it's Edge. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, shit, Edge has to win for me to win. <laughs> so it's like. Uh. I felt I bad because I was just like Dolph Ziggler. I missed the camera shot of the spear. I turned for one second. Somebody like called my phone. I was watching from my phone, so I missed the entrance. So just how like the camera missed the first spear, mm-hmm. I missed the original pop. So I caught the halfway pop, and I'm like, no! <laughs> as soon as I heard that, you think you know me? I'm like, wait a minute, what? There's some. There's so many pops left uh, that can get us, you know, an old person like me up, and that's that's one. That edge pop definitely. Uh, you know, filled a filled um, a hole in my heart. So uh, it was great to see Edge back. Um, it was great to see Randy Orton and them in the ring again. So kudos to the Royal Rumble. You guys did an amazing job. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> All right, two claps and a Ric Flair. Uh, <laughs> All right. Damn coats. <laughs> Let's talk about what's happening outside the ring. It is time for Ray's Indies. Indicator. The Indie Indicator. What's happening, Ray? Well, a lot is happening in the independent scene right now. Uh, I just came back from a fantastic uh, freelance show on Friday. If you weren't there, you missed out. Like, we had to turn people around at the door. Like, before... Before the show even started, we have to create like a separate line. Like if you're trying to pay, stand over here because right now we're probably at max capacity, which is which was something incredible. But at the same time, it's like, shit, I love wrestling, but 
I hate that I have to turn people around. Mm-hmm. It was a great card, top to bottom. Tons of stories told. Let me go to the card right now. Now, uh, where was uh, the show held at? Uh, Logan Square Auditorium. Okay. A few blocks from from uh, Miss Lightfoot, the mayor. Gotta love the good the good mayor, the good mayor mm-hmm. of the city that we, the city and the surrounding area that we reside in. So, freelance show. Uh, I'm gonna make one of these shows with you one day once my schedule slows down. Me too. It's it's on a Friday. You you're always out here with I'm, these. I'm always. H e a u x. We're not gonna put my business out in these streets. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Okay. I had, I had to do the the polite one. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Ray's pulling up the show real quick. What else before yeah. you pull up the show? You got it? Yep. Let's go. All right. Uh, the opening contest was Jesus Bryce, which if you if you live in Chicago, you never you haven't watched one of his matches or heard of him, something's wrong with you. And GPA, same thing. Versus uh the Soul Snatchers, uh Acid Jazz Acid Jazz and uh Marche Rocket. That was a great opener. Okay. Uh the scramble match was Gregory Iron. And uh, Danny Adams or Dan the Dad. Uh, it was a scramble match with Greg Iron versus Dan the Dad versus Elena Black uh, versus Laney Luck versus Kobe Durst, uh, Trip Cassidy, and and Atticus Kogar. These names, I love them all. Continue <laughs> uh, for the ind- for the IWTV uh, Independent Champion. Uh, we had the champion Warhorse. If you haven't heard of Warhorse, I've actually heard of Warhorse. <laughs> That, that that says something, right? Yeah. I actually heard of the name War, War Horse. War I mean, Horse. If, you're, if you're on the internet, you've heard of War Horse. Uh, versus uh, Tony Deppin, versus uh, Eric Cannon, and versus uh, Isaiah Velasquez. Then we had the we had a Chicago street fight. It was a six-man a Chicago street fight. The Taking Home Records, which consists of Darren Corbin, uh, Bucky Collins, and Mikey. Versus the four-star heroes, which is Matt Nix and Chris Castro and Kenny Sutra. Uh, after that, it was for the Freelance Legacy Champion of the Champion Effie, which everyone loves. Um, he went up against uh, Project uh, Pat Monix. Shout out to Pat Monix. Uh, then after that was for the Freelance uh, Real Tag Team Championships. Uh, the Space Pirates, uh, Space Monkey, and Shane Saber went against the Gymnasty Boys. Uh, which is uh, Timmy Lou and our boy uh, White Mike, uh, Michael Smith. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's a boy. Yeah. And then the main event was for the Freelance World Championship. Uh, it was Robert Anthony, uh, Robert Ego Anthony. That name probably sounds familiar to some people. I uh, just want to put it out there. Some years ago, he defeated uh, John Moxley for the CZW World Championship. We'll get to that later. Okay. Uh, he was with his manager, Frank the Clown, and they went against the champion, uh, Kylie Ray. Okay. Okay, well, she's smiling. Yeah. That's what we like to see. All right, so shout out to Freelance Wrestling. Make sure you check them out. Um, that is the highlight for the Indie Indicator. Anything else you want to share with us? Uh, yeah. Uh, I know uh, yesterday we're recording this on the 8th was the Freelance Underground show. I wasn't able to attend that, but I heard top to bottom that was a great show. Uh, since we're in February, I know uh, Black Label's uh, Quantum Leap is on the February's Leap Year on the 29th. That's the same day as AEW Revolution. So you get two and one during that C2 E2 weekend. Uh, Chicago Style Wrestling is, uh, I believe, in a few weeks. I, I don't know if anything's going on next week because of All Star Weekend. 
But, uh, Shout out to All Star Weekend <laughs> for the culture. I'll be out of town, uh, but Chicago's gonna do it right. And you're missing out. And you're, you're Mr. H-E-A-U-X, but you're not in I'm, town for I'm, the All-Star I'm, I'm, I'm not missing out on anything. I'm not trying to meet any IG models, okay? <laughs> I'm not trying to see any celebrities. I am going to be doing my job. I won't mention that on air, okay? But I will be paying it for it for the future of this country. Well, I'm trying to get a picture with Shaq and Stephen A. Smith, Spice Adams. Got to do it for the culture. Tickets are on sale for the celebrity game, so you might as well go grab them now. Hey. Have some culture cast, poke the, the business cards, you know. Speaking of which, we got a t-shirt too, don't we? Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't getting any other info until, you know, we get those 100 likes. So know? make sure you rate us, review us, give us some likes on the Facebook page. We got that culture cast t-shirt that we want to give away. I have the one of one at home, just sitting there, just... It's just waiting. Like, what size is the one of one? My size. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Too sweet me. Too sweet me. <laughs> oh yes. Thank you for uh, that indie indicator, uh, Big Ray. And now it's time for this week in TV. This week in TV is brought to you by the gloves that I'm holding right now in my hand. You know, one day I'm going to get a sponsor. They're going to be like, this week of TV is brought to you by such and such. But until then, it's going to be anything that I have on that's near me. So right now, they're brought on by these gray gloves with black tips that allow me to text while I'm holding, while my gloves are on. Thank you, gas feel, station gloves. I always feel like gloves like that, all they do is just lessen the fiber in that area so you can touch it. And you're cold. Mm. <laughs> and you're cold. <laughs> Monday Night Raw was pretty cool this past week. Um, once again, this is Sunday, February 9th. Uh, so this past Monday's uh, Raw, I definitely enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, a lot of things about it. I think uh, the I liked uh, Ruby Riot's return. Mm-hmm. Um, always great to have another competitor to the women's division. Um, and I also loved that she's going straight to feuding with uh, Liv Morgan. You know, so it gives the opportunity for Liv to build her character out, build that story, uh, new stories. So you really can't get upset at that. Mm-hmm. Um, also want to give a big shout out to Ricochet. Ricochet. Oh, yes. He is now the number one contender for uh, the Universal Champ. Excuse me. The, uh, the, world. the world Championship. Yep. He will be facing uh, the Beast, Brock Lesnar. Saudi. And Saudi. So... That's going to be pretty uh, pretty interesting. And, you know, Brock loves working with smaller guys. So I just want to imagine how the F5 is going to be, how how Ricochet is going to set that F5 up. Because you know it's going to happen. But I just want to know what time. F10. He's about, to spin. <laughs> He's about to spin and spin and spin. So I'm excited for uh, shout out to Ricochet. We hope to see the people's moonsault. If not, I know it's going to come in 2020. Um, so that was one of my highlights from Raw. Um, what about AEW? We had a very interesting AEW in a, mm-hmm. with a me- very memorable segment at the end. So go ahead and talk about that, Big Ray. Uh, the 10 lashes uh, Cody received from MJF. Like Me personally, I didn't find anything wrong with it. I'm like, oh, snap, this is a good segment. But if you look on the internet, it's like everyone turned into that, oh, this brings back memories of this, that, and the other. And like the same thing that I've always said, like relates to this, it's like we ask for edgier content. We ask for basically attitude era stuff. But when it's given to us, it's like we turn our backs on it. Just like 
I mean, Tommy Dreamer brought this up as well. He's like, he took the cane shots from the Sandman on ECW to prove how extreme he was. Like, same thing, but back in the day, we enjoyed it. Back in the day, we cheered it on. And back in the day, we instantly earned our respect. Like, we told Tommy Dreamer we respect him for that. But when Cody is taking the, these lashes, it's like, like, why are you complaining about it? What What's so wrong about it? You know, I personally like this segment. Um... Real quick before I talk about that, because I have some thoughts on that as well. Shout out to Randy Orton uh, from Monday Night Raw and what he did, you know, because the previous week he um, gave a concerto to Edge mm -hmm. for Edge's uh, Monday Night Raw return, and he just was silent and just couldn't talk. And he is, this is the little things. I wish every sports entertainer, every wrestler, they just sit down and watch Randy Orton work because he is like a master of all the little things. And if I'm a fan and I can see that, imagine what the talent does. Mm -hmm. um, imagine what they see. Anyways, uh, back to AEW. I I actually really enjoyed that segment. Um, it was it was it was rough to watch, but it was a good rough. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like too over the top. I think they paced it really well. Mm -hmm. um, I think that Cody is a is a true face. And they're building the story. They're building the story. They're truly building the story. One of the benefits that AEW has is they don't have that many pay-per-views. So you have the opportunity for long-term storytelling. And this MJF, when did the turn happen? I would say, what, November? Um, full, was it Full Gear? Right at the Full Gear? Yeah, I think it was uh, Full Gear. Yeah. Turn like yeah, so... We've been having this story, to, I mean, it's probably longer if you go back to the independent history, but yeah. um, the story's been told, the foundation is being laid. Um, sometimes I get a little upset, you know, because, yeah, as Cody is friends with the elite, they always come down, but I, I kind of want to separate that since it's a TV show sometimes. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion. I want Cody to be Cody. Like, we all know that they're the elite, but I kind of want them all to be their own individual talent. That's yeah. my only minor issue. Uh, like I can see Arn coming out, I can see his brother coming out. I, I didn't need the Young Bucks. That's me personally, um, and I definitely can see Brandy coming out. I think it was more of a all right, them playing the all right. This is going too far rule. Like as far as them, at, like uh, we know that they're wrestlers, but we know that they also have like backstage positions. So mm -hmm. I took it as them doing that. All right, this is too far. Let us use our corporate roles to, you know, try to stop this. Right. I think so. Uh, I love that such. That was the talk of wrestling, and kudos to Cody. He got the get over, brother. Get over, brother. And um, MJF, people are saying, like, MJF has to have an amazing match now. He doesn't have to have an amazing match. Uh, to quote our good friend Mike Sturgos, he's a, he's a heel. He doesn't have to do anything over the top. He has to be a heel, and people will want to pay money to see him get beat up right now. Correct. Um, now, he has to tell a great story in the match, of course, but people want to pay money to see MJF get beat up. That means he's done his job. So kudos to AEW. That was an amazing Dynamite episode. What about uh, NXT? What about NXT? NXT had some amazing matches as well. Uh, one match that stood out to me was the, I think it was uh, Jordan Devlin versus uh, Swerve Scott. Oh, yes. Like that cruiserweight match stood out for me. I could was it Jordan Devlin and Swerve no, Scott? No, it was Jordan Devlin and um, oh, yeah, Tyler Breeze. It was Jordan Devlin and Tyler Breeze. Yeah, and it was Garza. Garza versus uh, Swerve. Yeah, I, I got those two mixed up. We'll get back to Garza in a little bit. Yeah, those two cruiser ma cruiserweight matches stood out for me. It's like now that the 
Cruiserweight division isn't just stuck with 205 Live. Like, they have that NXT uh, crowd. It feels to me that they're putting more on the table. Like, yeah, we still have 205 Live. Let's keep that as basically, you know, like the main event and superstars of NXT's Cruiserweight division. So, yeah, like, you have, like, those wrestlers that are on 205 Live still wrestling. But, like, if it comes to being, like, the top four contenders for the Cruiserweight title, that's when you move them to NXT. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. Another great moment um, from NXT for me uh, was the final scene, uh, one of the final scenes. We have, um, first off, the final scene, we had the return of the Velveteen Dream. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely. Shout out to the Velveteen Dream. I'm so happy to see him come back, and he attacked the Undisputed Era, um, helping out Tommaso Ciampa. Um, but let's talk about Charlotte Flair returning to the NXT ring, you know, because Rhea went to Raw, another highlight from the week. So Charlotte came to NXT to return the favor. Um, but yes, they might have been the two that they were in the focus of the segment, but there was one person that stole the show. Mm-hmm. It felt like while we were here waiting for our space, like to the point that I was thinking, what if the lady just got mad of us? They were asking us, and like she came over to our table and was like, <laughs> Like, I've seen you before, but for you, like, she's funny getting me. Like, I don't know what you're complaining about. You don't, you don't even, even go here. here. <laughs> like, they could have definitely did. they like, okay, you don't even go here. So, <laughs> Bianca Belair um, is growing in front of our eyes, ladies and gentlemen. It is. She, she's always been confident. She's always been talented. She's getting that time. You know, you know. Sometimes you gotta throw people out there and just let them be them. Yeah. And she's doing a great job. You can tell it's not as it's not as micromanaged. Yeah. And that's one of the beauties of NXT and also AEW. Um, she's she's able to be herself. She can flourish. Mm-hmm. And hashtag we forever stand you, Bianca. Yes. So for the culture, the melon was popping. Black girl magic. Shit. Black girl magic was amazing. Um, I I felt pride as a wrestling fan of color just watching that personally yes. because I know there's going to be a little black girl watching that in the stands one day mm-hmm. or watching that in TV and seeing that being herself and she was reacting like uh uh-uh. uh yeah, like Bashata like was like move she was just like uh uh-uh. uh like come, come on man <laughs> like for the culture I loved it you know yes she like you don't even go here <laughs> period poo she has to say that on TV one day period poo <laughs> <laughs> so Bianca, you might have to cut this one out too. So Bianca, if you could hear this from the Culture Cast, the next time you hit that, you got to hit a period pool. It'd be so perfect for the culture. Or you got to hit them with the "I don't understand" from the Bad Girls Club. If that happens, <laughs> if that happens, I'm buying the first flight to Orlando, <laughs> and I will be in the crowd for NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. What is it? February 9th. If that happens, I'm there. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Then as we wrap up this week in TV, of course, SmackDown, um, we had the bloodline. You know, we had uh, Roman Reigns is going to go against Baron Corbin in a steel cage. Mm. I'm okay with this feud going on. I think it's good chemistry. Yeah, I love, like, ongoing feuds. Like, this been going on. This feud has been going on for how many months now? Like, at least going to the beginning of um, when SmackDown's transitioned over a little bit after that. Yeah. And so post-October. Yeah, and it's been a while since we had, like, long-term uh, storylines. Usually it's, like, from pay-per-view to pay-per-view, then they're done. Like, for this one, the transition, 
that uh, Corbin did from uh, Chad Gable. I'm not calling him that other name. So <laughs> Roman and it, how they just kept it going, like, straight down. Like, there was no, like, are we going to separate them into different storylines then bring them back? Like, mm-hmm. no, all they did was, like, add more people to it. Like, for Corbin's side, they added a Ziggler and Rube. And for Roman's side, which I like, like, they used that storyline as a way to return the Usos, which got a big pop. Mm-hmm. So I say, like, this storyline, I'm giving it this kudos. I'm, it sounds like it's going to lead to a big match. As we know, Elimination Chamber is coming up. We have six superstars right there. So exactly. maybe I, I could call it right now. It could be a six-man Elimination Chamber tag team match. It could be it's looking like. It can also be uh, a six-man number one contender match for The Fiend uh, for the Universal title because we know that The Fiend in Saudi is going to be taking on... He lost his G. He's just Oldberg. Old, nah. <laughs> We're going to respect the goal. Goldberg! Shout away, Biggie says, Goldberg! <laughs> he lost his G and this, and this with Gable. <laughs> So Goldberg is going to be facing uh, The Fiend, uh, Bray Wyatt, and Saudi. So he is next. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was also announced on SmackDown. So uh, pretty interesting how that Saudi show is building up. And um, personally, you know, I think those shows are like just glorified house shows. But we'll see what happens. You know, we might t- we'll tune in. We'll review it here at the Culture Cast, and we're pretty excited about that. All right. So amazing week of TV. Uh, great week of TV. Speaking of TV. Speaking of TV, it is time for a new part of the podcast that we call Hashtag Forever Stan. Because we are forever stands over here. Not just fans. No, we forever stand. So, Ray, tell me, who are you forever standing for this week? Mm. So much TV that happened. Uh, I think the person that I'm forever standing it is like a long-term standing. I have to go with uh, the NWA uh, Women's Champion uh, Thunder Rosa. Mm. Like she's, I've seen her work uh, like forever. She's proven herself. Like she is that. You know, she took a DNA test. Turns out she's one hundred percent that. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, hashtag Lamada Mata forever. So I'm gonna have to check her out. I don't know that much on her, but that's what Ray is for. That's what that's what friends are for. So I appreciate that. What's her name one more time? Uh, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. NWA. Big Ray is forever standing. Hashtag forever stand. Follow along. All right. Who, who do you forever stand? Is it, right. it Miss Jackson? No, no. <laughs> I am for real. No. Um, shout out to Faye Jackson. Though We want you to uh, hit up our boy. Jake St. Patrick, I think he's going to be down for that battle royal. But anyways, um, who am I forever standing? Um, Going back to Monday Night Raw, uh, real quick, there was um, a new introduction of a new person, a new character. Uh, He's been seen before, but he has now made his Monday Night Raw debut, Uh Angel Garza. Angel Garza was amazing. I'm trying not to hype this up and speak in hyperbole, but... I think he has it. I think he has it. He was on, and he maximized that moment. I felt it. I felt the crowd getting behind him with the what chance. He just looks the part. He feels the part. He has the swagger. Um, but the person he was next to 
is the real reason why I'm forever standing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here at the Culture Cast, this is the O. You should know Omar Akil Solomon, and I am forever standing the one, the only, Zelina Vega. Zelina. I knew where this was going. <laughs> Zelina, I care for you. This song, I'm, gonna, I'm about, you know what? I forever stand Zelina Vega so much, I wrote a song for you. Yes, I wrote a song for you. <coughs> really, before, before we get started, let's take a quick break. Let's upload the instrumental because I've heard the song. Okay. Let's take a quick little, well, it's going to be a break for us, but for them, I'm just going to, you know, TV magic, just cut it like, boom. Perfect. Yeah, like a, a second and a half to y'all. Okay. Tell me that's a cut. Hashtag for the culture. Hashtag for the culture. I can even do an acapella, okay? Oh, no. So not only are you going to have an original version, you're going to have that. Oh, Zalina, Zalina. Oh, no. You're the mommy of the WWE. Oh, no. Walking down the ramp with Andrade. Or kicking ass when you're in the ring. Oh, Zalina, Zalina. You know you're the queen. Oh, my God. Just promise me one thing. What did she promise you? Alistair, please don't kick me. (laughs) 
Bars. <laughs> Real rap, son. Oh my god. Speaking of bars, we have some voice messages. From, we do. From certain friends. Let's hear them. I wonder if I could just like throw it in. No, I cannot. We're about to take a mega another mega quick commercial break. Mega quick commercial break. After these messages, we'll be right back. Many of the greatest wrestlers of all time say that you should be able to describe yourself with only 10 words. Well, let's see what 10 words describe the war horse. So, here we go. Rules ass with horsepower, yeah, and heavy metal, okay? All right, we got two left. Um, 69, nice, yes! That's what I'm talking about. Warhorse rules ass with horsepower and heavy metal. 69, nice. Ten words to describe Warhorse. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it off. What's up, Culture Cast family? It's your boy Sam. Uh, just sharing my thoughts on the Rumble. Uh, great, great storytelling throughout each Rumble. Uh, Bianca getting put over in the Women's Rumble was dope. Uh, Brock getting pretty much destroying everyone. Drew finally getting the future is now. And most importantly for me was just the return from Edge. Like the little kid in me and just looking at Edge's face as he come out to like the celebration and everything. Like that was probably one of the dopest things and like one of the dopest feelings he's had in a long time. I'm just happy for him. All right. Oh, what are your thoughts? On this day, <laughs> I'm just singing today. I sing clearly. Obviously. <laughs> oh, shout out! To, uh, Sam's right, man. The Rumble was booked perfectly, man. It was great, man. We I definitely enjoyed the Rumble. Um, it's my favorite pay per view of the year, and I really think uh, the last few years, both the men's and the women's Royal Rumble. Um, they're just doing a great job, and I think the Women's Royal Rumble is only going to get continue to get better um, as they progress and move some ladies up from NXT to the main roster so we can get some fresh matchups and um, also return some old-school legends. Um, and not just, you know, the, the every year Trish Stratuses or the Litas, you know, like the Molly Hollies and things of that nature. You know, the Jacqueline, she, she wants to come back in the ring just for a quick little spot, mm. you know. So um, definitely the Rumbles are great and i really enjoyed it so definitely shout out to uh sam and for everybody if you want to uh hear us or share a message uh make sure you follow us on facebook we will post a link how to share a message to the culture cast ray what is that facebook page facebook.com slash culture cast pod Yes, make sure you follow that. Please make sure you follow that. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter. We are CultureCastPod underscore. CultureCast. Daily Heal, Troll God, Light Skin, Jesus, Beard Gang, all that. Just wanted to talk about the men's and women's Royal Rebel real quick. The women's was well-paced. They got the wrong... Uh, winner, but you know it happens. Vince McMahon has a crush on tall blondes, and uh, he got his winner. Um, but other than that, that match was amazing. 
the men's Royal Rumble was a roller coaster of emotions. We're thinking that Brock is going to eliminate 29 other men until Drew McIntyre hits him with the Claymore. Then after that, when Edge came out, the little kid in me came out. I cried just a little bit right in front of my son. You know, um, it was a great, great Royal Rumble. It was different. You know, we you got to give uh, WWE credit for their booking outside of the box the last three years. Like, no one wants to give them the credit that they deserve. Like, this was highly entertaining. I mean, Jonathan sounds like he's trying to sneak that in. So maybe his wife disagrees and he had to, like, <laughs> go to the bathroom behind the curtain like, He said hey, it I was think. an emotional <laughs> roller coaster. <laughs> Watching the Royal Rumble had you going up and down with feelings. He had Mars. to sneak. He had to sneak that one in. <laughs> he's he's right though. I think uh, people don't want to give him the credit for three years, uh, but the Royals been great the past three years, especially yeah. with the inclusion of the Women's Royal Rumble. You know, say what you want about other things on TV, we're not a fan of everything. Of course, we have our opinions, um, but definitely the Rumble. You know, that's you know they've been doing a great job. The Survivor Series was a great one too. The uh, the major pay per views have been. Um, you know, I've enjoyed them. You know, not everything, but, you know, I've enjoyed them. So, shout out to Jay. Thank you, Troll God, uh, for that message. And light-skinned Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Monday Night Messiah and the light-skinned Jesus. <laughs> Let's get some closing closing thoughts as we um, get ready to close out this weekend. Uh, I want to leave you guys with some great words, some advice. I want you guys to uh, pay it forward. Okay, so when you pay it forward, that means you are planting seeds into the future. Always remember, if you plant these seeds into the future, it's going to grow. It's going to flourish. If you do nothing, it's going to bring you nothing. Don't be a do nothing bitch. <laughs> See, I was just like, oh, my, 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 my pulpit, my, my man, you just, <laughs> just dropped that right there. <laughs> you know, I was applying pressure and then bam. <clears throat> Don't be a B I T. Shout out to Max Stallion. B I T C H. All right. She just tweeted actually that she's going to have her birthday party in Chicago. So I don't know when mm. her birthday is, but best believe the all you should know Omar Kill Solomon will be in the building. Um, He's an H E A U X. Another closing thought I had definitely is shout out to the XFL. Um, I watched mm-hmm. the games recently, and they learned their lesson. It's been some decent football, um, some great stories. I'm a fan of the team in Dallas. They have um, quarterback. He's backup quarterback, Eric Dungy. He used to play quarterback at Syracuse. I'm a, I'm a big Syracuse fan because I'm a fan of their coach, Coach Babers. So shout out to the Orangemen. Um, so hopefully uh, – Dungy will see the field sometime this season in some packages or maybe even start a game or two. Um, but it's been some good good football to watch, you know, so I'm happy. I'm always down to watch more football. So shout out to the XFL. Ray, what are your closing thoughts? Yeah, I have to agree with you on the XFL. Uh, it's like I'm confused between teams because I want to go with D.C. because, you know, me being an Ohio State fan, they have Cardio Jones. So, you know, wherever the Buckeyes go. Right. <laughs> was he the one that was trying to slide in Ronda's DMs as well? Hey, I mean, hey shoot your shot, twenty twenty. Hey. <laughs> you miss every shot you don't take. TMFM. More to that. So what else? What else about the closing thoughts? Uh, drink plenty of waters to 
It's too hot for you to be dehydrated. It's too cold to be musty. You know. Message. Drink water. Wear deodorant. No, no. Live, love, life. Like those those stickers that are on your mom's wall. Agreed. Agreed. So definitely, guys, uh, we appreciate you coming in and checking out episode five. Make sure you uh, share us, review us, give us five stars, like us on Facebook. Um, and just welcome to the Culture Cast. It's going to be a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the the OE Chanel Mark Hill Solomon. I, I, that, <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't match that that nickname. I think they're about to kick us out. You got Ray, the leader of the Boom Boom Room. <laughs> if anyone calls me that, I'm I'm, I'm going to block them. Like we're never going to reach that hundred likes <laughs> to release that merch. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Kobe Bryant. Love you. Yeah, my